Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 through 10. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is. But not only that He is, but that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Amen. By faith, Noah warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should go, should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out not knowing whither he went. By faith he sojourned in a land of promise as in a strange country dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. That's talking about heaven. Lord, we thank you today for the privilege to come and to worship. God, we thank you, Lord, for the liberty to lift our voice, to lift our hands, to lift our praise unto you. Oh, God, we thank you for your touch, your guidance, your plan, and your purpose. Help us today to please you, Lord. God, help me deliver your word and help us all to receive it. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you in Jesus' name. I want to preach on this subject this morning, just a simple title. By faith. By faith. The Bible says it is impossible. Everybody say impossible to please God without faith. Have you ever wondered exactly what that is talking about? It's in, you know, with God all things are possible. But without faith it is impossible to please God. Think about everything that we can do to please God has to be by faith. There's no way we can please God without faith. We'll have no desire to strive to please God. Our lifestyle, our actions, our our prayer, our confidence, uh, trying to do what's right, trying to obey the Scriptures, none of it is possible without faith. Therefore, it is impossible for you and I to please God unless we have faith. Faith. Faith is amazing. Look at your neighbor and say, faith is really amazing. I mean, nobody's going to figure it out. We're not going to get the corner on it. Amen. Faith is doing things beyond our comprehension. Hello, somebody. Faith goes past where we can go. Hello. Faith goes beyond what we can believe. And faith will keep us when there's nothing else to hold on to. If you ever ask somebody, how did you do this? Well, if we ask one another, how do we make it this far? How do we go through the trials and the storms? How do we encounter the things that we've encountered in life? We've done it through faith. 
not on our own ability, not of our own goodness, not of our own determination, but there's something greater than our determination. There's something greater than our ability, and that is when we've reached our limits, and we have to rely not on ourselves, but we rely on a God who's able to do the uttermost, who to a God that has all power in heaven and in earth. We're not limited to our ability. We all have our limitations. Hello? Now, I know some folks feel like they don't have one. You know, when we were young, 20-year-olds, we thought we were 19 foot tall and bulletproof. Hello? We thought we could handle anything. But we got a little older, we found out there's a whole lot of stuff we can't handle. We can't resolve. We can't give the answers to. We can't change. We can't turn those things. But can I tell you? I found out at 29 years of age when I got the Holy Ghost that there was another element that I had never tapped into. There was something I had never discovered. But there's this thing called faith that says when I can't figure it out, I'm going to trust God. When I don't know how the outcome is going to come, I know that God's got everything in his hand. It's called faith. You don't have to figure it out. You don't have to know the next steps. You don't know how the means is going to be. You just know that God God's got this, and God has all power. Well, praise God. Faith says, I don't know how, and I don't know when. I just know he will. Hello? Sometimes we have to let faith talk to us. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said, sometimes we have to let our faith talk to us. Because us talking to ourselves, we get down and out. We get the doubters. Hello, somebody. We go to talk in doubt, and we go to think in doubt. But then we've got to have something that will connect us back to get our minds operating through faith. <laughs> because faith says, you know what? I'm going to put it in the hands of God. God loves me. God loves you. God's got a plan. He's going to work it out. He's going to see it through. He's going to do what we can't do. So I'm not going to fret over it. I'm not going to have a nervous breakdown over it. We're going to give it to God because faith can carry us when nothing else will carry us. Faith will Will hold us when nothing else will hold us. Faith will give us peace when peace is not around, when peace seems impossible. But faith says, I'm going to trust God. Don't let go of your faith. I, I thought of this scripture often. Faith, without faith, is impossible to please God. Now, Enoch had this testimony that he was not because he pleased God. That tells me Enoch, of course, he is in the Hebrews Hall of Fame as one of those. Very first mention was Enoch. But think about us, and how many of you want to please God? How many of you know the answer to everything? How many of you made the right decisions at every decision? How many of you had the right attitude all day, every day? No, none of us have done that. But you know what? By faith. We want to please God. So by faith, we'll change from the carnal to the spiritual. By faith, we'll get back on course when we get off course. By faith, we're going to say, God, I'm going to talk positive today. I'm going to have a good attitude today. I'm going to believe you today. I'm going to look back in my... You know, how many of you got a rearview mirror in your car? So often we look forward 
and try to muster up faith to believe that this will happen. And sometimes we struggle. Don't tell me your faith's never been challenged. Hello? Sometimes our faith takes us through some hard tests. But here's one thing that will do us good. When we're focused on those mountains that are ahead of us, those storms and those trials and those tragedies and all of these dilemmas that come in our life that stresses us out, quit looking just ahead. Sometimes we need to turn back. And we need to look back in our life and see how God has done this. See how God was there for us. See how God brought us through. How God worked things out when our hand wasn't on it. How God connected the dots of our life and put us in a place we would have never dreamed. We need to look back and as a testimony and as a faith builder and see what God, And then we can turn around and say the same God that brought me through that is going to bring me through this. The same God that kept me through that season is going to keep you through this next season sometimes we need to look back in the mirror of faith we all need faith builders you ever wonder now I know God was teaching Moses a lesson when Moses didn't think he could lead God's people out well guess what Moses couldn't Moses couldn't on his own so God gave him a little Sister Erickson, a little lesson. He said, throw your rod down. Throw it down and turn it into a snake. Then th that'd been most of us. We'd have took off running. I'd have been right ahead of you. And then he said, pick it back up. Now, there wasn't no problem throwing it down when it was a stick. It's a whole lot different when you got to pick it up when it's a snake. Hello? But he did it. And it turned into a back into a rod. He said, now stick your hand. And Moses is probably thinking, what is God up to? You ever wondered what God is up to? Huh? You see, things begin to crumble, and all God's doing is fixing to make a, a better masterpiece. Hell, I'm talking to somebody in the Holy Ghost right now. Sometimes things begin to fall apart in your life and you think the end is coming and woe is me and all God is doing is saying, I'm about to take this and I'm going to make something greater. I'm going to produce something greater in your life. Hello, somebody. And so he told Moses, just stick your hand in your garment. He did. There was leprosy there. If you read the Bible, you understand what leprosy does. I mean, it's an incurable disease. It's awful. You can't go in a in society. You have to declare, I'm a leper, I'm a leper, I'm a leper three times. And he said, now stick it back in. He stuck it in, he brought it out, and it was white as snow, just clear as a bell. Now, two things God was showing Moses that was so important if Moses was going to please God. If Moses was going to, how you doing, Alonzo? Good to see you, man. Appreciate you coming. God bless you, man. Hallelujah. And so, he was showing him, it ain't you. It's me. I'm calling you out to go do a work. You're not on your own. Can we, 
can we remember this morning, no matter the trial, no matter how hot it gets, no matter how deep the valley, no matter how great the storm, hey, we're not in this alone, but God has called us out of this world, out of darkness, into his marvelous light. It is God that we're following. It is God that is doing the work. We're just following God. I said, we're just following God. We don't have the ability. We can't do it on our own, but we're not designed to do it. We're designed to follow God. He was teaching me, I'm going to do this. This is just small compared to what I'm going to do, but you got to believe I'm going to do this. I'm with you, Moses. Then the second principle he taught him, faith. Had he never done that, he was struggling to follow God with faith. I mean, he wasn't ready to go lead Israel out. He said, I want you to have faith that I'm able to do whatever it takes. And so from that day forward, two things he knew, Brother brother Lee. He knew that God was one that was before him. And he knew that he could put his faith in God. When I can't make water come out of a rock, God can. When I can't make a Red Sea open up, God can. When I can't uh, turn bitter water into sweet water, God can. Can I tell you, we look at a lot of impossibilities in our journey with God. But when we come to those, don't look at the impossibility. Say, I can't do it, but God can. God, I can't open the door, but God can. I can't make the way, but God can. I can't clear the path, but God can. I can't turn it around, but God can. That's why the scripture says that left me. Without faith it's impossible to please God because it ain't us. We've got to follow God. Think about this. I believe it's 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. Help me if I'm... Yeah, that's what I thought. For we walk by faith and not by sight. You know what gets us in trouble? We start walking by sight. Don't say you don't do it. We all do it. We have to close our eyes sometimes. And we have to start walking back by faith. Hello? Y'all, y'all probably heard the story about the guy that... Some uh, two attorneys or somebody talked him into flying in this airplane. And they got up there and the guy passed out when he got in the clouds. Y'all, y'all saw that story? And they didn't know what they're going to do. I mean, these cats don't know how to fly a plane. And so they finally get on and start hollering for some help. A radio tire picked them up, found out they were in distress. The pilot was passed out. They don't know nothing about a plane. And here's what the guy told him. He said, listen to me. Through the clouds, you can't see anything. But there's some mountains ahead. And if you'll listen to me, you're going to be all right. If you'll listen, don't even look at the mountain. Don't stare at anything. But just listen to my voice. And I'm going to guide you to safety. You're going to land that plane safely if you'll listen to me. If you don't listen to me, you're going to die. You know, that's how we are sometimes. God says, I need you to quit looking by, by your sight. I need you to quit living by the physical. I need us to quit living by the things that we see that are temporal and physical because we're going to base all of that off of our own understanding. And then we go to the next scripture. It says, lean not to thine own understanding, but trust the Lord with all thy heart. Hallelujah. Those two scriptures go hand in hand because if we'll walk by faith and not by sight... 
and if we won't lean on our own understanding but we'll trust the Lord then guess what we're going to walk through troubled waters and we're not going to sink we're going to come through the storms of life and we're going to be okay we're going to go through some trials in this world but we're going to be alright because we're not walking by by sight we're walking by faith Clap your hands to Jesus Christ. You see, we walk by sight too many times. We see the problems. We see the impossibilities. We see the struggle. We see all the things that are ahead and all the components of this. But we see it and it speaks back to us. Hello? When Peter got his eyes off of Jesus, he sunk. God's wanting us to get back to a place and you have found your success and your peace and your answer not when you are walking by sight but when you quit walking by sight and says, God I'm going to put it in your hands I'm going to place our life in your care we're not going I'm not going to try to figure it out I'm not going to try to work it out because I serve a God who can turn rods into serpents and serpents back to rods I, can, I serve a God that can split a red sea wide open and the people of God walk through we serve we serve a God that can turn bitter water into sweet. We serve a God that can bring water out of a rock. We serve a God that can bring manna out of heaven. We serve a God that will put a pillar of fire at night over his people in a cloud by day to lead them. Come on, those people of the Israelites, all they had to do was follow the cloud. It's all right. They didn't have a compass. They didn't have GPS. They didn't have a Rand McNally map. They didn't have nothing etched out on paper. God taught them another principle when they crossed the other, crossed the other side of the Red Sea. You don't know where you're going, but I do. You don't know the journey, but I do. So I'm going to give you a cloud, and all you got to do is follow the cloud. Can I tell you, God gave us the Holy Ghost. He gave us the Spirit, His Spirit. And all we've got to do is follow the Word and the Spirit. And if we'll follow it, it'll lead us into the right path. It'll take us in the right steps. It'll carry us to the right destiny. Well, praise God. In Hebrews 11, I'm just now getting to my message. In Hebrews 11, is known as the Faith Hall of Fame. Twenty times it is recorded. Describing how these people accomplished something or went through something, it says by faith or through faith. Twenty times it is pinned. And often when it pinned at one time, it would list several people and several events because they too were limited. They too faced impossibilities. The reason they saw incredible things like this, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions. Hello, somebody. Quenched the violence of a fire. Talking about Daniel. I mean, talking about the Hebrew boys. Escaped the edge of the sword. Out of weakness were made strong. Waxed valiant in fight. Turned to flight the armies of the enemy. Women received the dead raised to life again. And others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they may obtain a better resurrection. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourges 
discouraged. Moreover, of bonds and imprisonment, they were stoned, they were sown asunder, they were tempted, they were slain with a sword, they wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented. Oh, but let me tell you something. But they wandered with faith. The reason they went through that was because they went through faith. If I read that, there's not anything the devil can throw at us that we can't go through by faith. It'll insulate you from the fires of hell. It'll keep us through the den, the lion's den. Everybody say by faith. I didn't know what I was going to preach today. Had a pretty rough day Friday. Thank God by faith. Woo! Like I went through about three of those things. I survived it. Thank God. I tell you what, when you're sick, and I'm telling you, when you got three major issues hitting you all in one day, it's like, okay, God, where's this? Where's going to stop? I'm not pity part. I'm just telling you. But something reminded me that night, after all those episodes that happened to me in one day, I thought, God, every time I cried out to you, I didn't know what else to do. I didn't know who to call. I sent a text for prayer. But God, while I was going through it, I was calling on your name. And not one time did you fail me. Not one time did you let me let me down. But God, you healed. You answered. You brought me through. I'm telling you, we don't realize until we're in the midst of the storm, until the crisis hit, until the problems occur, then we realize, I thank God for a God that is able, for a God that hears our cries, for a God that comes through for us. I'm almost done. I'm within 40 minutes of quitting. I'm not going to go through all this. Let's just skip on down to verse 8 of chapter 11. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should have to receive for an inheritance, obeyed. He was called, he obeyed. Something unique here, though. But Philip, I want you to go somewhere for me today and uh, just get in your car and start driving. But I ain't going to tell you where you're going. He think I lost my mind. Now, he better, he better have a lot of confidence in me, and I'm going to send some texts along the way telling him where to turn, where he's headed. But it didn't happen. The Bible says, watch this, not, he went out not knowing whether he went. Now think about that for a minute. When you started following God, you have really do you know really where you're going? In one way you do. You're looking for a city whose builder and maker is God. That's what Abraham was looking for. He said, I'm going, I don't know where God's going to take me. I don't know the steps, but I know where I'm going. Can I tell you, it do us well. When we're following God, I know where I'm going. Now, now, I wouldn't take nothing for my journey now. Hello, somebody. I'm following God. I don't know the turns. I don't know the little temporary destinations. I don't know what all God has in store. I don't know what God's going to do, but I'm going to follow God. Can I encourage you this morning? The reason you've made it to where you're at is because you've been following God. You've came through the trial. You came through the fire. You came through the test. You came through the hurt. You came through the pain. You came through every discourse of life because you did it through faith amen let's stand together I told you I was about done
Rahab, the Bible says, by faith, the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not when she had received the spies with peace. Rahab was reaching for hope. She heard. Someone would say, where did, where did Rahab get her faith? She's, she's from Jericho. They're not servers of God. But she said in her own self, we've heard about your God. Mm-hmm. And just by hearing about your God, I've got faith in your God. Just because I've heard what your God has done, I know what, that was faith. She never met their God. She probably never prayed to their God. She didn't know who their God was. She just heard about the Hebrews' God. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. She just heard about their God. And so when they were coming, she was the only one in Jericho that had faith in that God. And her faith says, you know what? I don't want to die with the rest of them. I don't want to keep living the way I've been living. I just believe their God can get me out of here. I just believe their God can deliver me. So she made a deal with them. You know the story. They said, if you'll stay in your house, and if you'll let go of this scarlet thread, out the window. Watch this. Then when they come in, your house won't be touched. Nobody's going to perish. I don't, do we really know if she really believed or not? That's, that's a big step to take. Let me tell you how she believed. She had more faith sometimes than we have. She was talking to pure strangers. She never served their God before. But they told her that. Put this thread out your window. She didn't go put the spool up in a box. The Bible says she nailed it to the windowsill. In other words, I believe him. I believe him. I believe what that man's telling me is the truth. So she nailed that spool of thread to the window casement. That what she was saying was, I believe him, and when they come, buddy, the thread is going out the window because I don't want to die here. I don't want to live out my life here. I want a new life. What a beautiful story. A type and shadow of that which was to come by the scarlet thread of the blood of Jesus Christ that covers our homes and our lives. That this lady who had a terrible reputation and lifestyle It didn't stop her from having faith. Can I tell you, sometimes you hold yourself hostage and say, because of my lifestyle, because of my past decisions, because of things that I've done and ways that I've lived, I can't have faith. Can I tell you, if Rahab the harlot could have faith in a God that she never met, that she was never taught about, she just simply heard about, don't you tell me you can't have faith that God will bring you out, that God will change your life, that God will give you a brand new life. Rahab the harlot put the spool of thread in the window casement. She let it down. And when, Brother Daniel, how did those walls crumble? By faith. Because they obeyed God. See, Hebrews didn't know how those walls were going to crumble. You know how thick those walls were? They were 66 foot wide. 
You could, you could race chariots on top of that wall. Hello? How are those walls going to crumble? Hebrews, they didn't get together and say, does he really know what he's talking about? What's all this nonsense about walking around the walls? Not sounding a word and then making a blast. It wasn't a noise. It was simple obedience through faith that crushed the walls of Jericho down. That's why it's so important to have obedient faith. Because God wants to do so much more in our lives if we just have obedient faith. We don't have to understand it. We don't have to know all the dynamics of it. We just have to believe Him. Hello? Believe that He can do it. So when that happened, something strange took place. The walls all crumbled except for one corner. I imagine folks got to look and go, what's going on with this one corner? Folks looking at your life and say, wonder what's going on with this one family. Huh? While the world's crashing, they're standing tall. While everything's falling around them, they're still standing strong. And so they're probably wondering what happened. What is it about this wall? Was it the cornerstone? Was it anchor points? No. It was obedience through faith. And not one person died in that house. And Rahab the harlot, you know the story, and I'm getting ready to close, came on, went on to become the ancestry of King David and of Jesus Christ look watch me now look what one act of faith did in Rahab's life it turned her life so around that through her that she didn't deserve to be there and see it's not a matter of what your past is it's a matter of what your future is hello and so if she would have went on her past alone She'd have never qualified herself to even consider this. She didn't do that. She just reached through faith for hope. And when she did, it so turned her life around. She never dreamed that it was through her lineage that King David would be born. That on down the line that Jesus, the Messiah, would be born. Who was she to deserve such honor? I'll tell you who she was. She was someone that believed God. You see what faith would do in your life. You never know what one thing that faith will do that will turn your entire life around. I didn't have this plan, but the Lord impressed me during the preliminaries to do this while I'm cutting this sermon, this message short today. Every head bowed, every eye closed, if you don't mind. The Lord quickened me that in this building, because there are people, there are mega needs. Can you, for this morning, walk by faith and not by sight? Can you trust in the Lord with all thine heart and not lean to thine own understanding? Can you give God a chance and just like all these people, if you'll read the stories in Hebrews 11, it'll blow your mind. But they did all this by faith. Not of their own accord, but by faith. 
Faith gives God room to walk in. Faith gives God a, a place, a doorway to step into your world and to do things you can't do. Hear this, Pastor, this morning. Faith is so vital. If you'll open the door and let faith and you'll have faith, God can walk through that door and God can do anything you need Him to do. Trust it to His will. What will you walk out of here today say, you know what, my faith, my faith, my prayer came, answer came. If you're here this morning 